0: Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Friday, the 4th of September. Uh, The US August labour market surveys took centre stage today, as you'd expect. And to cut to the chase, there were some coherent signals telling us the US recovery is broader and stronger than generally thought. As you probably know, what is released are the results of two separate surveys. The first asks businesses about their workforce. This is the one which produces the non-farm payrolls count, which is the central count. And non-farm payrolls rose by 1%, or by 1.37 million on the month, which was just slightly below the 1.4 million expected. The second survey, the household survey, asks households directly about their employment status. And that showed employment up 2.6% month-on-month, or by 3.76 million with the private sector adding 2.82 million jobs and government adding a further 538,000. It's this household survey which generates the unemployment count, and that found unemployment down 2.79 million, or 17.1% to 13.55 million, and the number not in the workforce also down 783,000. Even the number of people currently not in the workforce, but wanting a job, fell 747,000 to 6.98 million. Now, these household survey results are genuinely strong. That 3.76 million rise in employment was far stronger than expected, and certainly stronger than the non-farm payrolls 1.37 million, which in turn was far stronger than the ADP's earlier estimate of just 428,000. But before we get too suspicious about the strength of the Household Survey's results, it's worth noting that what it tells us is internally coherent. For example, the rise in employment was accompanied by a quite steep rise in labour participation rates, up 0.3 percentage points to 61.7 percent, which shows a significant recovery from April's low of 60.2 percent, and which suggests there's only limited scarring dreaded scarring of employment markets and expectations by the pandemic. Similarly the number not in the workforce but wanting a job was not only down 747,000 on the month it was also down by 2.9 million or 30 percent from April's lows. And then there's the overall unemployment rate. It fell 1.8 percentage points to 8.4 percent. Now, that's still bad, but remember, it was worse than this at the end of 2011 during the hangover from the 2007-2008 financial crisis. Also, if you look at the widest measure of unemployment, that fell 2.3 percentage points on the month to 14.2%. Now, this wide measure counts all the unemployed, all the marginally attached people, and all the people working part-time for economic reasons. By the way, marginally attached people are those people who are not looking for work but who have looked for work in the last year and would take a job if offered. At 14.2%, this broadest unemployment count is down from a high of 22.8% in April. Actually, things were tougher than this on this count as recently as June 2013. Finally, there's further confirmation When you look at conditions at work. Average weekly hours rose 0.1 hour to 34.6 hours, which is actually a bit busier than August last year when it was 34.4 hours. And average hourly wages rose 0.4% month on month and 4.7% year on year, which again was better than expected. And what's interesting about that is where the wage pressure is being felt. It's happening in manufacturing, which as we know is under supply pressure right now. It's in financial activities, thank you Jerome Powell, but it's also showing up in leisure and hospitality. Now that's not only the lowest paid sector, but it's also the one which you'd think has been under most pressure from the pandemic. So there's wage pressure in manufacturing and in people going out to eat and drink. That suggests the post-pandemic pickup is surprisingly broad and robust especially when you compare it with what we're seeing in Europe. Conclusion. While the headline non-farm payrolls number was unsurprising, don't be fooled. The signals coming from the US August labour market suggest a stronger recovery than perhaps has been factored in. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening. And if you got something out of it, and I hope you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin. Every little helps. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you very much.